0: Hi there, I'm Tom D'Antoni, and this is another Coffee Shop Conversation. Although our guest is not in the coffee shop, although I am. And that coffee shop would be World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason. Now, talking with us today through the miracle of Skype is John Doe of X and several other bands. He's bringing his folk trio to the Old Church uh, Concert Hall on Saturday, September uh, 22nd. John's no stranger to Portland, having played here many times. Doesn't matter if he's playing rock, Americana, or in this case, folk. The question is, what kind of folk is he talking about? We'll find out. And let's not be surprised if an X tune or two finds its way into another genre. He's known for that. He's always interesting. Do I dare say meet John Doe? john
1: i'm doing fine tom how are you
0: i'm okay you're in boston is that it
1: i'm in st louis
0: you're in st louis oh okay i don't know why i thought you were in boston but Mm -hmm. um uh are, are you on a folk music tour
1: no i'm uh playing another uh seven shows with x really yep
0: how's that going
1: it's great. X plays all the time.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. Um, uh, I, I was working in L.A. when, uh, when uh, you guys were out there and, and, and started up. I, w- I actually went to The Mask.
1: Good gracious. <laughs>
0: Did you ever play The Mask?
1: <laughs> You're joking, right?
0: I'm not joking.
1: Of course you played The Mask.
0: Of course you played The Mask. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's it like playing these songs now? How do you approach it?
1: Uh, just like anybody approaches something that they, uh, yeah, it's a great, uh, a good song is a good song. Yeah. It doesn't have a, uh, it doesn't have a shelf life, doesn't have a time limit. Um, and you can do them in many different ways. Xene and I do some, some duo shows and we'll just sing them like a Carter family song. <laughs> and, I, and I play, uh, I play X songs when I do solo shows, and uh-huh. um, you know we, yeah.
0: Are, are you going to be playing any X songs when you're uh, here at the old church? Oh yeah. Ah. what kind of what what kind, you know, sure what, 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 what X songs fit into that?
1: Oh, uh, well, let's see. I do uh, the Have Nots. I do mm-hmm. um, Burning House of Love. I do mm-hmm. White Girl. I do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do I do songs that lend themselves more to an acoustic guitar. Yeah, because um, I don't I can't play guitar like Billy Zoom, and uh, <laughs> and that's that's okay. <laughs> Who can? <laughs> Very few. Yeah, especially uh, nowadays. Especially nowadays that um, uh, that style of guitar playing is becoming uh, uh, few and far between. Oh, it'll come back. It always does. Uh, No, it won't. Okay.
0: Why not? But everything comes
1: back. Because because you won't have a a guitar player like uh, John Lee Hooker. You won't have a guitar player like uh, Lightning Hopkins. You can have people play like them, Mm -hmm. but you can't get the source. Uh, Billy Zoom is a a source of, uh, like, when he grew up is when that started, and he learned it one that was uh real not just virtual and and now people can learn it but they don't have the they don't have the uh whatever whatever made that they don't have the the stew or or soup that that made that sound
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that makes yeah. sense makes sense yeah um have you ever played the, the old church
1: yes uh i played it once and then Exine and I played it uh, during a, a horrible snowstorm <laughs> um, about two years ago, maybe three years ago. Uh huh. And we and we drove in in a rented car from the airport, and that in <laughs> that whole freeway going into Portland was a a, a solid four inch sheet of uh, rutted ice. Yes. So even, yes. even someone who grew up driving that kind of uh, that kind of terrain was challenged and everybody was just losing their shit. And it was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy, but everybody came out because that's great. People,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Amanda's doing a great job with the, the old church. It's they renamed, renamed it the old church concert hall. And it's, uh-huh. it's got a fresh coat of paint and, uh, sound. the sound system is terrific. And, um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, it was, it was I was. I'm not sure how long it's been in there. I don't know if it was in when you were here, but it's Swedish, I believe. And the people who built it came over from Sweden to tweak it. Mm. I know. It should, so it should be well, really should be really cool. Um, those
1: those kinds of places don't really need a a big PA. No, That's actually, the uh, I'm going to tell our sound person to to keep the PA very low because that, mm-hmm. those kinds of acoustics you could almost do. Uh, literally acoustic. Right, right.
0: <laughs> so who else is in your band? Who, who will you have with you?
1: Uh, some people I've played with over the years. Dave Carpenter, David J. Carpenter, mm-hmm. is playing upright bass. And um, and Stuart Johnson is playing drums. They were both, uh, I've recorded, I don't know, two or three, maybe more records with both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stewart's band, with his uh, his uh, partner, romantic partner, mm-hmm. um, is called Feisty Heart, and they're opening the show. Oh, great, great, mm-hmm.
0: great, good. Um, uh, have you always been into to folk music, or was was it an acquired taste, or how did you get into it?
1: Well, I wouldn't say this is folk music like um, from 1940 or 60. Uh-huh. I'm not going to do Michael Row Your Boat Ashore. Uh, it's it's folk interpretations uh-huh. of, of what I normally do. Ah, I see. I see. With, a, with a few other, uh, you know, I do a Carter's Family song. Yeah, um, which one? Hello, Stranger. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, Hello, Stranger. The woman who did
0: that great Carter family uh, documentary is from around here, Beth Harrington. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I got uh, I got to play um, A. P. Carter in a in a uh, biopic about June Carter. Oh, great! Great. Yeah, it great. was uh, it was challenging because he had palsy, and uh, but I I, <laughs> I didn't have the I I didn't shake because <laughs> I thought that people would misunderstand it.
0: Yeah, boy, that's that's dicey, jeez. Uh, so, what yeah. did you do?
1: Uh, I, I I kind of wiggled my voice a little bit. I kind uh-huh. of shook my head as I as I spoke. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just in the very beginning because it was it was mm-hmm. one of those lifetime movies. Jewel played uh, June Carter. Really, she did a great job. It was out wow. about four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Allison Anders was the uh, mm-hmm. director. Mm-hmm. She and I go way back.
0: Yeah, Beth uh, did a uh, spent years and years uh, making the the documentary on the Carters, and she got the either the last or second last interview with Johnny Cash for it, which was nice.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. I must have been something. So, uh, did you have folk music heroes, or or in there or people in that oh, style? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, folk. When I, I'm of a certain age, where folk music was what uh, parents gave to kids. Uh, in the you know late 50s early 60s mm-hmm. um you know i get these i got i had a couple of 10 inch records that were uh 33 and they had uh you know Woody Guthrie and Lead Belly and Cisco Houston and, yeah. uh Sam Hinton was another guy that uh i Sam, think my he did talking blues yeah he's he did a bunch of stuff he he yeah. did a uh, Uh, a record called singing across america Mm -hmm. and uh and i learned a bunch of songs from that so you know it was it it was really interesting that 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 parents thought that um songs from a murderer and a socialist (laughs) and uh and talking about the devil in every other song and getting drunk and and uh You know, Beating Your Wife and and all these things, that these were appropriate songs for kids. Oh, it's just folk music.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, my parents didn't like that. My parents were listening to Perry Como.
1: (laughs) Well, no, my my, parents, you know, uh, unfortunately. You were lucky. No, well, no, they didn't... They. (laughs) <laughs> See, my parents were kind of uh, elitists. They, they, they listened to long hair music. They, they listened to oh. classical music. Uh-huh. So, I mean, they, they weren't even cool enough to listen to Perry Como and Dean Martin and stuff. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they, were kind of, they were kind of musical snobs. <laughs> so I, you know, it was, I, funny. It was I, funny.
0: My grandmother actually called him Perry Coma. Uh, <laughs> which is yeah. per- the perfect, actually the perfect name for him because he, you ever of... see that,
1: ever see that bit that Rick Moranis did? That was the funniest.
0: I, 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 I was on the floor, literally on the floor laughing. It was the funniest, yeah. like he was in the, in the bit. Yeah.
1: The, the most relaxed man in show business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Singing on the floor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the <a> funny bit.
0: <laughs> it is. Um, so, um,
1: uh,
0: you, you Tell me about the, the the guitar that you play, that you're going to play.
1: Oh, this uh, Wide at Sky the, guitar? At, at the gig, yeah. Oh, it's just something that I found on Instagram. And I <laughs> called the guy, and we talked about it. And he said, this is patterned after a Gibson L1, and it's, you know, kind of a parlor guitar. And uh-huh. he seemed like a nice guy. And so I said, well, send me one, and if I like it, I'll buy it. And uh, and he did, and and I did. Um there's not much of a story except that it is the first. Uh, it's the first new guitar that I ever bought. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's the only. Actually, it's the only new guitar, bass or guitar that I that I have. Huh. Yep. It's
0: why? Good. Why is that? Why? why what, what? What? Why? Did, why didn't you ever buy a new one before? I mean, you could afford it, right?
1: Oh, I, well, you know what? <laughs> I, I assume that I, I the first bass that I had, which was a Japanese kind of piece of crap Uh called a Kent a Kent bass. It was kind of a violin bass, but not really. Uh (laughs) And um, I suppose that was new, but because old stuff is, uh, as far as instruments is usually better. It has more soul. It has it it just uh, I don't know the wood or the uh, the uh, time and effort that people have put into it Mm -hmm. somehow sounds. Different, um, and I don't really like the style. I like things that have uh, decay and, mm-hmm. and age mm-hmm. on them. So kind of like performers, huh? No, not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I felt that way even as a young man. So as, as an older man, I um, it's just the you know what I've gotten into.
0: Well, you know, uh, how do you how do you um, feel about you know, how are how are, how are you doing performing uh, as 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 you age because I'm old now you know I mean I was a I was a folk singer back then uh, 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 we were doing Ian and Sylvia tunes you know what I'm saying sure <laughs> Tom Paxton and Phil uh-huh. Oaks and that kind of stuff yeah. way back way back
1: I played a I played a Phil Oaks song at a uh, benefit for Beto O'Rourke in really uh,
0: Austin. which which one yeah.
1: there but for fortune oh yeah yeah. 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 Um yeah. you know it's it's uh it's a real cliche but it's very true you're as old as you feel. And if you uh I I encourage people not to call themselves old. Um they're you know you can do whatever you want but um you know it's like I I'm older but I <laughs> I don't think of myself as old. You know maybe when I'm 90 I'll think of myself as old, but, um, you know, I've got a, uh, I've got a pretty strong, I'm, I'm really blessed, uh, really fortunate with, uh, having a, uh, pretty strong life force and, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Billy on the other hand has has had a couple of bouts with cancer and yeah. and his knees are, his knees are effed up. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, well, he, he, has a harder time, but, but it doesn't matter.
0: Well, you wouldn't be out there if you didn't feel that way.
1: That's right. Yeah. But you know, look at look at uh, one of our heroes, Mr. Willie Nelson. You know, he's 87. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kicking ass. He sure is. <laughs> he's one of the I mean, he's he's un, uh, undoubtedly one of the best guitar players I've ever seen. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's not like he plays good for an old guy. It's just he he blows your mind. He the, the choices that he makes, the the uh, the tone that he has and and uh, you know, he, he he doesn't just play slow melodic stuff either. He you know can right can really uh, rip it up and um, yeah. I've, I've, since living in Austin and and becoming friends with some of uh, his family, I've gotten to see him several times and and it just it blows my mind every every time.
0: Do you do any Willie Nelson tunes? Uh,
1: no, I should. Yeah, I find yeah. one.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh it, 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 isn't it um a little scary to to you know to place to play a a, a a master's tune and and try to try to make it your own?
1: Oh uh, well, it's it's a challenge for sure. Um, but you know, some of them you can do a faithful rendition. I, I find. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and but then, you know, if, if you've been playing as long as as uh, if you've been playing a long time. Then it sort of comes out like you anyway. You you kind of lend your stamp on it. Um, but uh, I, I would say the 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 hardest thing in in continuing to tour is just uh, travel. You know, you, it's not like you, it's hard to, but you just you kind of get uh, fed up with it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, you know, eating crappy food and and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. luckily, um, I you know. Last year was a big year for us. I think X maybe played a hundred dates, but this year is a little less. And um, so, and, and I, I probably play forty or fifty a year. So mm-hmm. it's not crazy. You know, it's not like some crazy blues guys that play two hundred and fifty or three hundred dates a year.
0: Right, right. And, and you're generally not playing casinos, right? <laughs>
1: No, we we never had a hit song, so we, that's <laughs> I, that's what you got to have in order to play casinos. So, so I guess that's a a blessing in disguise. You know, we still have some uh, street cred, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we don't get packaged with yeah. oldie. With you know, although we just did a, a run with the uh, psychedelic furs, and that was really fun. That's nice. Um, even though they're they're very different, we actually played the zoo up in uh, Portland. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What what do you find yourself writing about now?
1: Um well, I'm I'm uh working on a second volume of this uh LA punk rock um history. Uh-huh. And um in 2016, we put out a book called Under the Big Black Sun and um mm-hmm. I'm kind of the Ken Burns, I'm kind of the narrator. I I wrote about uh Four chapters and then a bunch of in between pieces uh-huh. and, and listed <clears throat> all these other people that were there like Jane Wheedland and Henry Rollins and Dave Alvin and
0: uh-huh.
1: um, uh, Robert Lopez or, or Elvez um, to write other chapters Exine like uh-huh. wrote a chapter uh-huh. um, and and everybody had a topic so uh, you got a you got a lot of different truths there, mm-hmm. and now uh, and it did well. You know, it did like much better than anybody expected, and and so they uh, exercised their option. we now we're doing uh, eighty two to eighty seven, calling it more fun in the new world, <laughs> and um, and so that's what I'm writing right now. And I, I have a idea for a, a new record, but I just haven't gotten around to writing mm-hmm. the songs yet. I, I think it's going to be um, Pre-industrialization. What do you mean? Well, like the, there aren't going to be there, there aren't going to be um, telephones and cars and and uh, cell phones and things like that mentioned in the songs.
0: Uh huh.
1: The pre-industrial um, world that I'm going to write about. What what about that world interests you? Uh, <laughs> everything. <laughs> I mean, not that I don't like uh, being able to call home uh, at, at any time, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I think that all the all the radio waves whizzing around <laughs> us makes everybody kind of fucking crazy, and and I don't think people uh, you're you're constantly entertaining yourself by looking at your phone, yeah. and and I, and I think it I think it fucks with your creativity. Hmm. I think you don't have enough boredom and downtime to actually want to do something mm-hmm. you know to just make up something mm-hmm. so uh,
0: I don't know well that's something to look forward to that album when do you think that you you, uh, you might be doing that
1: <laughs> I don't know I don't know Tom <laughs> I gotta I, I'm actually in crunch time with this book yeah. it, it, our yeah. first draft yeah. is, um, is due like September 17 oh boy and uh <laughs> I'm actually gonna be in Portland, like right around yeah. there. Speaking yeah, of which,
0: so. um we're looking forward to seeing you and, and your band and, and uh and, and hearing you again. It's always nice to have you back in town.
1: And yeah. I like Portland. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh
1: been there for many, many years. Yes,
0: me too. I I I I, I escaped from Baltimore myself, as you did. Yes. <laughs>
1: Good job. <laughs> That was our that was our running joke. What's the best thing about Baltimore? Yes, the train.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had a I put I threw everything in an eighteen foot truck and I and I had, um, uh, Pat Metheny's, looking 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 west, on on uh, mm. um uh, as as I drove out of town, and the last the last wow. thing I stopped in the in the uh, in a gas station. And yep. some wonderful Baltimorean just gave me a raft of shit for no reason at all.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: But I'm a native, so yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, I I uh I like Baltimore. I mean it was it's it's very strange going back there now. Uh because, you know, the downtown is all nice and everything and but but still the ghetto is just so fucked up because like it's as if any money that squeaked out into the into the black neighborhoods uh, when I lived there um, got shut off in order to yes. <laughs> to big to bring all the white folks back downtown. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so you get so you get but you get great art out of it. I guess you know you get the wire and, and the corner uh-huh. and and uh-huh. The and, thing.
0: Did you, uh, and uh, David Byrne was there when you were there. <clears throat>
1: I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. It seemed like you might have been already yeah, up in, uh, like, Rhode Island yeah, or something. It's possible. But, um, yeah, what, so when did you leave there?
0: Actually, I didn't leave until 97.
1: Oh, my gosh. You I stuck things. it out.
0: You know, I mean, I I, I worked yeah. for every TV station, every radio station, and every newspaper in Baltimore, and I just said, well, okay. Well, wow. uh, got to leave. Got to leave. And yeah. Well.
1: Yeah, and did you, you went straight to Portland? Sure
0: did. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Got to be close to the water, I guess. No,
0: I need to be away from far away from Baltimore as possible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, John, listen, we're really looking forward to seeing you uh, at the old church, and I appreciate you spending time talking with us.
1: Pleasure. Right. All right, man. Thank you.